Welcome to Mountain Mama Misadventures, stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Every woman has a story she can share from the zany to the inspirational. Brought to you by Mountain Mamas, a nonprofit women's adventure organization. Women empowering women to adventure. My name is Emily Hacken. And I'm Deborah Moore, and we are your hosts. And we're super excited. This is um, episode 25, actually. Yay! So, whatever that is, our silver. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and we're excited to have as our guest today, Heather Nelson. She joined us last week and shared some really cool stories about her life in Georgia. Any of you ladies who've been in the South can probably relate, or anyone who's been to a girls' camp can relate. Um, anyway, so fun. So do check out that episode from last week. Um, and this week, um, she's going to share some really fun stories as well. Um, but I first wanted to share, um, she's living in West Valley here in Utah. She's married, has six kids, which I think is pretty awesome. And you, you got like a, I feel like that's like an egg carton. And you got like three boys and three girls. Right? I have chickens, you can tell. But I'm like, this is I like planned so it very well. I, I know, that's nice. brilliant. <laughs> Are they all together, the boys and the girls? Or? Um, it goes boy, girl, girl, boy, girl, boy. So, yeah. <laughs> My bookends are boys. I know. That's really, yeah. We we grew up with all girls but one poor boy. And oh. so, like, anytime you can mix it up, it's mm-hmm. really nice. So, I mean, like. So, good job, Mom. Yeah, yeah. Or Dad. Or I was going to say. I mean, our, our, our brother had, like, both sides, though. Like, he was kind of, like you said, like, the one boy, which was hard at sometimes. But other times, I feel like he was also the golden boy and got away mm-hmm. with stuff. So, that is true. It was both. That mm-hmm. is true. We love you, Martin. Yeah. <laughs> and then you had shared that um, you used to work in a stable. And what was that like? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So story time from the good old days. And, and about um, how old were you then? I was 13. <clears throat> um, so my sister was obsessed with horses. And this is when we first moved back to Utah. Um, and so we would be driving around and there was a lot of undeveloped land in Magna and West Valley when we first moved here. And so there was horses everywhere. And every time we would see them, we'd pull over and my parents would ask if we could pet the horses or, or just let us pet them. And we pulled over at this, this, um, little ranch operation that was down off of the 201 highway. Now it's like a scrapyard, but there was horses and a, and a barn and there was a caretaker who lived there in a trailer and he ran it for the people who owned it. And he was he was a very nice guy, very shy, kind of a lot of social anxiety. So he just kind of hung to himself. And we were talking to him. He was letting us pet the horses. And my mom, trying to help us out because she knew it was our dream to work with horses, started telling him, well, you know, they'd love to learn how to ride. Maybe you could trade them riding lessons for work. And they learn to take care of the horses. They learn what it really takes to do that. And he was like, you know what? I bet we could do that. So my mom would take me and my sister and drop us off at this place with this dude who we'd known for approximately five seconds. <laughs> like she, I was like, it seems she, like a good idea yeah, at the she time. She didn't stay. She, I, know, I was yeah. going to say that, yeah, but the fact that she didn't stay yeah, no, like, at yeah, all. No, no. She's no. like, finally, freedom. Also, yes. also, this totally sounds like something mom probably would have done. <laughs> I know. I but, love those moms. The moms from the 80s. Right, right. And the thing is, like, love my mom. Shout out to my mom if you if you learn how to find podcasts. But um, she, you know, it just was more done, the, you know, the in those days. And so we would work with him and he'd teach us. And I loved it. I loved taking care of the horses. I loved the smell of the, the stable and, the, and of the, like the sweet feed. And I loved, I loved the whole experience. But looking back, I'm like, mother of Pearl, anything could have happened to us. Like, are you serious? Like, now it's like you you need to, like, sign a waiver to let your kid jump on your neighbor's trampoline, you know? And it's just, like, not the same. <laughs> 
But I don't know. It, it, it's fun to have a zany upbringing as long as you survive it. It's great. Right. It's, just, it's exactly. great. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's all fun and games. And I remember when when I lived in Georgia, what, when we were discussing before, I used to ride my bike off and get lost on purpose to find my way back. Um, and I wore whatever I felt like wearing. I was obsessed with pioneers. So I would wear like dresses that I thought were like pioneer dresses. And I had like <laughs> this big old straw hat from when I was a bridesmaid at somebody's wedding. And I was wearing it. And, uh, and I'm riding my bike along and these boys, they see me and they yell out like, Anne of Green Gables. And I like screech my bike to a stop. I wheel it over to them. And by the time I get to them, they're looking a little bit like, hmm, like yeah, why did we say something? And I was like, actually, that's not even an insult. That's like my favorite book. So I don't even know what you're doing. And they, <laughs> and they, they were just like, oh well, that's awesome. And we ended up like making friends, you know, because I didn't get intimidated by, you know, their cat calling. And maybe it kind of taught them maybe they shouldn't do that too. Way to go. Yeah. I I was like, I will not be intimidated. (laughs) But, um, oh my gosh. And we would go, we would go adventuring me and my friends. And once again, not telling our parents necessarily where we're going. I remember my friend saying, we're going to follow this canal. So there was this long canal that went off and through like parks and we're, we're swimming through it and just walking through it and skinny dipping through it. And nobody has any idea where we are. We didn't know where we were. <laughs> and there's snakes. Like I told you, closer you get to the equator, the more stuff's trying to kill you. <laughs> so there's like bugs and spiders and, and snakes. And then we, we got to this one part where it was these really deep reeds and cattails, right? And there was really slippery, sharp rocks underneath because the moss was growing, you know on them and so we're like slipping on these rocks and all of the reeds feel like snakes so you can't tell if there is one (laughs) and um like and then we ended up we we popped out somewhere by a road that we'd never been on and we're just like i guess we better figure out how to get back (laughs) and like i treasured those memories i still do but at the same time as a parent now i'm like oh for the love of saint francis (laughs) we totally we grew up in the same neighborhood and have the same canal like it's gotta be the same canal you know and you know the canal so actually met Heather through Girl Scouts and then later you found out who my mom was and you were yes. like oh my gosh is your mom Jewel I love her and I was like yes she's oh like, your mom is the best she's amazing. oh my gosh the sweetest woman on God's that is green true. earth yes. oh my gosh yeah. so so that canal that, that's the same one we would, it's yeah, the same can, we, we would play in that one because oh she's a farm girl and so mm-hmm. she was just like what I think I Go mean that's what it, I blame dude. it on just she, yeah. she was like you know, so she grew up in yeah. the desert, just yeah. wandering around for mm-hmm. like hours. And it wouldn't have been the, like, the exact same, because like you said, it was Georgia. But it's that same idea. The same mm-hmm. idea, yeah. yeah. Of just like, like, yeah, and learning later all the things that get dumped in there. And you're, you're like, right? Like, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Like, just we totally were. Right? Oh my gosh, we found it. And then we'd be like, Mom, I found a treasure. You're bringing like a piece of a bicycle. Or like, <laughs> you know, but you know there was bodies in there. I know. I know. We actually had one, some friend like stop. We were like playing in the canal and a car drives over and the lady's like, where's your parents? And we're like, I don't know where my parents are. Do you yeah. know where your parents are? I don't know where my parents are. Right? They're like, obviously like, being very irresponsible. I know, like, like, and and if, if, anything, if anything, it was as if they'd asked, like, where are the tomatoes? Like, it just was yeah. like, like, why are you asking? Why do you want to know that? What's question. the point? Yeah. That's a weird We're clearly responsible. Where, where are your parents? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, I it love just the canal. It didn't even click. No, no. And for some kids, like, stranger danger is not even a thing. I have one daughter who she would just, like, 
If you told her, I will give you five bucks to run naked down the street before you even finish your sentence, she'd be, she'd be at the corner. Like she just, and it was like, sweetie, sweetie, stop hugging that man. We don't know that man. Come here, come here. And like he's selling cleaner at the door. I'm sure he's a wonderful person, but hey, come, come on, come on, come on, come on. Like she's just, they, so many kids, they just don't have any fear, you know? know. Oh, you like almost you, don't want to ruin it's it. It's like this dichotomy yeah. of like loving your neighbor and also being very suspicious of yes. your neighbor. Yes, <laughs> trust but verify, right? <laughs> I know. know. It's a tricky thing. No. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the good old days. I love um, it. I always say that. <laughs> All right. So, and earlier, we were talking about vacations. Mm-hmm. Um, you were saying that you guys are planning on going uh, to Florida Oh, yeah. In January. So, between, between recordings, we were mm-hmm. talking about... Like, between, mm-hmm. before this? Yes. I think everybody's going to Florida. <laughs> Everybody I know has, like, either just been to Florida or is going to Florida. <laughs> and so we're going to be going there and going to see the beach while we're there because I just love it. And I found out I loved it. Um, I've only been twice. Um, the first time I went to Florida, because we lived in Georgia, and we drove down there just on a whim. My parents got in the car and they're like, hey, let's drive somewhere. So we drove to Florida. Um, <laughs> yeah, no luggage, you know. We stopped at this rinky dink hotel um and the kind where you touch the blankets and they have kind of a a tackiness to them <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, um, yes. and there was only like a hand towel in the bathroom and we all had to share it to take baths with just a bar of hand soap and um everything in that area was predominantly um posted in spanish so like i couldn't understand the television i couldn't read like anything um, but you know, it was, it was an adventure. And then we go to the beach, no bathing suits. It was pretty cold for, <laughs> no, for that part of the world. And I remember being in one of my pioneer outfits. Cause that's what I, that's how I rolled. <laughs> and, and, oh, I I'm, oh, and I'm just like splashing around in the water. Cause I was going to be darned. They were like, it's too cold. And I'm like, Pfft. I am, I'll be darned if I'm not getting in this water. Right. And then we get in our van and back then seatbelts were kind of optional. <laughs> so we, we were filled with sand because sand gets everywhere, man. They don't oh. tell you that. <laughs> sand, sand, sand is glitter of the nature. Oh, of nature. yes. <laughs> yes. Like, you're walking funny. It's everywhere. So my sister and I, we like take off all of our clothes in the back of the van. We lay down on the floor so like the fuzz can't see us wandering around the van. And then we hung jumper cables up through the van and hung our clothes on them. So we were so classy. Just That's like brilliant. Five star oh, travel. Right. <laughs> oh, right. oh, right. <laughs> oh, gosh. But the, the second time I went was, um, we went to Newport Beach, uh, me and my family, um, back when my two youngest were just babies. And um, for a frame of reference, Newport Beach is... Is in California. Okay. I don't know what part. The, I don't know. The, the, new, the Newport part. part. The Newport <laughs> Beachy part. <laughs> I followed Google Maps. I don't know. Um, <laughs> like, no, no, no. I'm glad you said, because like, I was just like, is it like, I genuinely didn't even know, like, West Coast, East Coast. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm like, I know there's a Newport... In the East Coast? But yes. Like where. So, okay. So, yeah. Newport in California. <laughs> yes. And so, we get to the beach, and it was in October. And so, everybody there thought it was, like, winter or something. But for us, it was just... It was wonderful. It was balmy. It was sunny, which is hard for me. But, you know... And by the time we got there, I had some kind of sickness, some kind of inner ear thing. And um, it seemed like the ground wouldn't quit moving like waves oh. every time I was walking. And so, I'm, like, walking really slow. Um, I had driven the whole way. I Benadryled all the kids and just drove <laughs> for uh-huh. like 13 hours to get there. Oh, and we get to the beach before going anywhere else. And I get out of the car and I'm like having trouble kind of walking. But as soon as I got into the water, the the water's moving and I, I didn't feel it anymore. So I was only not dizzy 
in the water. And Weird. It, oh, and it was so beautiful. Tasted terrible, but it was so, <laughs> so beautiful. And I just remember, like, never wanting to get out. Like, never, Aww. never. It was just so beautiful. The water was so much more powerful than I understood. Like, when the waves would come in and just pull you with them. Yeah. Um, and I'm super blind without my glasses. I'm, like, legally blind. Um, and so, but I couldn't wear them in the water because there ain't no way you're finding your glasses <laughs> if right. they fall into the water. So once I took them off, I couldn't see really much of what was around me. My husband had to be in charge of the kids because I'm like, is that... A buoy or a seagull or a child? My child in trouble. <laughs> I don't know. It's all just a blob. So all I could see was the sparkliness of the water and the beautiful blue colors and and just I had never taken swimming lessons, as you can tell from the last episode. Um, but I but I could just kind of flow with the water and I kept getting farther and farther away from the shore and my husband is a little freaked out. He's like, she can't see, she can't swim, what's she doing? And he kept being like, sweetie, get back. And I'm like, no, it's my destiny. I have to stay in the water. It's my destiny. I was had a mermaid obsession. Well, had is, I should say has, have, have a mermaid obsession. And I found out that I was one that day, you know? And so he came, he's like, sweetie, I can't come get you. I've got the kids. You've got to come back. And I'm like, no, it's my destiny. He's like, I'm going to watch you drown. I know. Like, it's, it's fine. Every time I've been in the, in the water, it's been fine. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, no, no, but it no, hasn't. No. <laughs> fine is not the word I'd use. <laughs> fine, like when women say, it's fine. Yeah. Which does it, not mean fine. When it means we're loud. Yeah, we're going to yes. die. Yeah. Yes, death yeah. is imminent. So I, I I, just didn't want to get out. It was just so beautiful and so just, oh, I was just, I don't care how basic it is, but I was like, I'm a beach girl now. Like, Aww. I just, I have to, I have to go back to this. And um, when we finally get out, you know, sand is everywhere. <laughs> and the seagulls there do not mess around. They are not afraid <laughs> of anyone. They come up to you like they have like, New York street energy. They're just like, give me your phone. And I'm like, you don't want the phone. They're like, no, we totally do. And I'm like, shoo. And they look at me like, shoo, are you new to this? Like, so I'm like hiding my glasses and my phone. Cause I'm like, if I don't have those things, we are screwed the rest of this trip. <laughs> they did not fear anything, but oh my gosh, it was such a beautiful day. I was like such a kid. I am. I, I was like, look at the beautiful seaweed. Look at this kind. It looks like it's made of rubber. And I was just, yeah, I just, I love learning and I just love exploring. So I was just like geeking out about mm -hmm. everything, which helps my kids do it too. Right, it does yeah. help. You set that example of learning and loving to learn and it just creates that culture. So I feel like you get kids in your life when you're about to be jaded with the world. Right? Like you're just like, I hate the world. It's run me over a million yes. times. And then this baby is born and you're like, there is something amazing in the world. Yes. You know? And, and just, allow me to share everything that's ever been I precious know. to me. And like all of a sudden, everything is cool you and know new again yeah and, and, new you, again. and you see the world in their eyes especially when they're mm -hmm. when they're little and they're walking along and they see like a tipped over sign and they're like look it's like a fish and it's actually just something written in cursive but it looks yes. like a fish to them and you're mm -hmm. like that's amazing i mean you know like you, nothing Aww. makes you appreciate like nature um as, as long as you have that patience with you like yes. walking with yes. the toddler Yes. Yes, it's true. Oh my gosh! Every yes, yes. every crack in the concrete is amazing, and every, every bug, every bug, every blade of grass. Yes. Um, Keeping rocks in their pockets. Just make sure that you watch what they put in their mouth. That's like the only thing, man, because they will put anything in their mouth. Oh my gosh! And have. Oh, yes, yeah. and have. I say, and have. And have. Um, 
I, I can't, I don't think I've mentioned it on here before, but my, my 11 year old, when she was at that, around that age, I, I didn't even really use baby language around my kids. And so she came up to me and she was three and she was holding this teeny tiny little toy and she held it up to me and she said, look, mom, a choking hazard. <laughs> and because I would say that's a choking hazard, that's a choking But then, and then she chucked it in her mouth as hard as she could. <laughs> You're like, how did you learn so much and so little at the same time? <laughs> because that girl will do anything for a laugh or, or, oh or. Gosh. Or to get a rise out of people. Yeah, dramatic effect. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like she knew full well what she was doing. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. Kids are so funny. And they say the darndest things too. Like you have to be careful. I learned a long time ago, like when my kids started listening to my conversations, mm-hmm. you got to be re- real careful who you talk about in front of your kids. <laughs> oh, yes. Because oh, they yes. will go to your mother-in-law and be like, my mom thinks you're crazy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, it's always worse than like what you yeah, and whatever you said. said <laughs> yeah, whatever you said will be taken out of context. Yes, and yes, charmingly, and charmingly yeah. so, charmingly <laughs> added, added to. Well, and I love how you talked about um, you know the literal power of the water, but also how that like power kind of held you because there mm-hmm. is there is that really just primal power when you're in yes. the mountains or when you are at a beach or. You know, where, what have you, when you're in nature, that just, like, I don't know, like, for lack mm-hmm. of a better term, that it, it feels like it just kind of, like, connects connects yeah. and feeds your soul. Yes. And you're just like, oh, yes, this is the thing that I needed. Yes. And I feel like traveling, um, it opens up your mind. Um, it, it allows you to experience those beautiful moments that you wouldn't have ever had if you stayed right where you're at. And there's beautiful things right where you're at. Like you can go in your front yard and if you see things through the eyes of that child, if you let yourself not care if you're weird, you can see such beautiful things. You know, you can, you can, there's people who live next to beautiful things and never see them, you know? Oh, and, yeah. um, but I feel like if you travel to someplace different, it just kind of opens your mind to different possibilities and there's so much beauty in the world. Mm-hmm. There just is. Um, I used to live up near the Canadian border in New York, and it was just a whole different kind of just beautiful. Uh-huh. And so many other adventures up there. And when we moved there from there to Georgia, it was like November, but it was like 50, 60 degrees. And we were like, this is sprinkler weather. <laughs> we are out front in our <laughs> underwear in the sprinklers, and neighbors are walking by. It, it, with parkas on, shocked, shocked. Like, like one of those, where are your parents' moments? And I'm like, ah, inside. Like, like being boring. Oh my gosh, we did so many things. Well, and like you're saying, with all that traveling and moving to different places, you also, um, I know that Emily has, has talked about how wherever you go, people are the same as far as there's, you know, like what we want, what we need. But also, I think when you go to different places, you learn, oh, I can think about that that way. You know what I mean? Like, because we have certain rules we don't even realize we've yes. created. Oh, yes. And then you go somewhere else and somebody else has their their stories or whatever. And you can pick up ones that serve you. Or you're like, oh, I had never thought of family this way. Or I yes. had never thought of travel or the weather, like you were yes. saying, this way. And then you can it can broaden your mind mm-hmm. to be like, oh, okay, like. I get to pick the thoughts that work for me. Yes. Ah, yeah. You know, and then the other ones I can actually, I can actually choose. Like, yes. And I feel like it it makes you less judgmental of people who are 
doing things differently than you too, which I always feel is handy because mm -hmm. I like to keep learning. And as you do that, you tend to sometimes look at back and be like, I was an idiot back there. <laughs> and so then if you have been gentle and kind with others and with yourself, then it's easier to change. You're not so invested by pride to stay the same. Yeah. And, and also you're not as worried that everybody's going to be like, well, you were preaching against this for so long and now you changed, you know, just be like, I am who I am today because of how I got here. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Yeah, and we're so all true. learning and growing. And just like you're saying, like using the world around us and the people around yes. us to like change our hearts and move forward. And yes, definitely. Aww, definitely. I love that. I love that. <laughs> so, Man, so, uh, so well said. Well, thank you, Heather. It has been a delight to have you here. We're just, I just am so excited to get to meet. This is my first time meeting you. Well, last episode. <laughs> yeah, but, last episode. But yeah, so, like I just love meeting, and especially with all these women your Girl Scout connection and trying to help young women specifically getting out and making connections in mm -hmm. nature or with whatever activities you're doing. And I'm just, I'm just so proud of you <laughs> and our future of our girls. <laughs> and our I wish you could see Emily's been wiping away some mock tears. <laughs> I am proud of you. No, no, it's, anyway. it's, so, it's so true. And I, I know we're wrapping up, but just because you said that real quick, that is actually one of my favorite things has been taking someone taking like a Girl Scout troop to, we went to Donut Falls and one of the mm -hmm. girls, and they were 12. And this girl was like, I have never hiked before. Aww. Yes. And she loved it. And it was just like, cause you know, when you grow up, same thing of just thinking different things, like because I'd grown up in a family where we go on so many hikes that hadn't even crossed my mind that some of these girls had never yeah. hiked. And so I was just like, that is so cool that I get to like help you see this and connect. And when you get to see them, same thing as with the little kids, when you get to see these girls experience, you know, nature in a new mm -hmm. way, or they like, they figure out something on their own for the first time, yes. or they're like, I'm stronger than I thought I was. Yeah. So yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah definitely. Absolutely. definitely. Absolutely. So cool. All right. Well, that being said, to hear more fun, inspiring stories from women like our lovely Heather, <laughs> click the subscribe button, and then that's going to help you get all the episodes as they come each week directly onto your device, so you don't even have to worry about, like, wait, when, what day does it come out? It'll just come mm -hmm, right onto mm -hmm. your device. Also, help us empower more women to adventure by adding a five-star review and, or if you've already done that, sharing it with your friends and family, this makes it easier for ladies to find the podcast. And we do have a website for Mountain Mamas. And I've, we've said it, I, no, we, I, I, like, I can't remember if we said it this time or. <laughs> no, tell them. You go but for it. But yeah, it's Mountain Mamas, M-T-M-A-M-A-S dot org. And yeah, definitely check that out. <laughs> Awesome. And that's it for today's adventure, ladies. Join us next time. And as always, remember, a woman's place is in the mountains. <laughs>